This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 885 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have Dr. Beatrice Coquero Word, her company On Call Wound Care. Dr. B, how are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to to participate and tell you a little bit about my company. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, what a service you provide and uh, thrilled you're able to squeeze this in. I know it's early in the morning and uh, you have a busy day ahead, but let's start with your company, On Care Wound Care. Did I say On Care? On Call Wound Care. It's that early for me too, Dr. B. So you have to be careful. <laughs> Listen to what fine. I'm saying. Fill us in. What are you doing there? Uncle Wound Care is actually a company that I created sometime in the summer of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic uh, when I realized that there were many individuals that had chronic wounds and Mm. chronic wounds are those that don't heal after four to six weeks of conservative wound care treatment. And I realized that many of these individuals had chronic wounds that were not healing and they were afraid of getting out of their homes of because yeah. of getting COVID or many of the providers that uh, were treating these type of wounds were very limited. And many of the long-term care facilities like skilled nursing homes were in lockdown. So mm-hmm. I have been a wound healing, certified wound healing nurse practitioner since 1999. And I've always delivered the care in the clinic and in the hospital setting. But when I noticed that many of these individuals were needing the care of their homes, I created this company and it's called On Call Wound Care. And what I do is that I go to the patient's residence, either their home, their skilled nursing home, and I evaluate the wound. I do the sharp debridement if necessary, obtain cultures. I either order home health nursing if it is needed or order the supplies for the patients. I can order the tests, antibiotics, refer them Mm. to a specialist. And one thing that is very important for me is to deliver a multidisciplinary team approach, meaning I feel that in order to heal a wound, you have to work with all the providers involved in the care of this patient in order to get that wound to heal. So I have a very extensive electronic medical record that whenever I evaluate the patient, I send this provider's photos and measurements and I let them know very clearly what is my plan of care for this patient. So my mission is is to heal the wound and also to prevent them from recurring. So that's what I have been doing since October of 2020 is when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to educate the clinical staff at these long-term care facilities in how to prevent facility acquired pressure injuries, mm-hmm. which is definitely a le- an issue in uh, long-term care facilities, um, not only here in um, Lee and Collier County, but everywhere in the United States. Um, So I educate the clinical staff on how to recognize patients at risk and what to do in order to prevent these pressure injuries from developing. And I also teach uh, universities and colleges, uh, nursing students on wound healing and uh, wound care. 
Wow. Wow. What, what a debilitating condition. And then, yeah, you, you throw COVID on top of it the past few years. I mean, uh, um, I, I know a woman in uh, Illinois years ago who used to travel. This was before COVID. Uh, I, I think it was an hour and a half to two hours, one way once a week, uh, to a wound care facility. You treat- actually brought a very good point. Yeah. Eight and eight and a half million individuals in the United States suffer from chronic wounds. And yeah. those wounds develop because of conditions such as diabetes, mm. obesity, venous insufficiency, um, smoking, paraplegia, many of those uh, reasons. Yeah. They, they develop the chronic wound because of some of those conditions are not well controlled. I did not realize how cumbersome, how complicated, and how hard it is for some of these individuals to be evaluated by a wound healing specialist. Uh, I did not realize, I guess, before mm-hmm. I started the business, that some individuals pay between fifty and two hundred dollars just to go to the wound clinic to be evaluated. Mm-hmm. So for them to have someone come to their house, don't have to pay for those um, medical transportation services. And on top of that, I'm able to bill Medicare and their insurance for my yeah. visits. It's yeah. it's really a, a service for them. Yeah, it sure is. Wow. So what about then your journey? How did you end up specializing in wound care? So back in 1993, I graduated as a registered nurse at uh, Jackson, I, the University of Miami. And I was working at Jackson Memorial Hospital, which is affiliated with the University of Miami. And I was working at the surgical floor. And in that floor, I was introduced to patients with wounds. And I loved doing the wound care. And in 1995, there was a position that opened up to be the head nurse of the hyperbaric medicine and problem wounds department at the University of Miami. And I took that position and um, I developed a real love and passion for healing chronic wounds. And in 1999, I graduated with my master's degree. And that same year, the American Board of Wound Management um, actually developed the Certified Wound Specialist Certification, applied for it, received it. And in 2000, I moved to Wisconsin and I was hired by the Marshfield Clinic to develop a wound healing program along with a wound healing physician who had years of experience in wound healing. So I worked for the Marshfield Clinic, which is a multi-specialty clinic that has over 61 satellite clinics across the state. But I was at Marshfield, which was the hub. And I worked there for 16 years along with other physicians. And we truly had a multidisciplinary team approach in healing chronic wounds. Because what I have learned through the years is that in order to heal a wound, it's not just wound care. Is wound yeah. care is just one aspect of healing yeah. those wounds. You have to work with other physicians such as vascular surgeons, general surgeons, plastic surgeons, physical therapists, nutritionists, uh, endocrinologists in order to control all these other conditions so yeah. that the wound can heal and prevent them from coming back, which is a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Hadn't even thought about that, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, again, 
Thank goodness we have you in Southwest Florida. No, that's fine. Um, and you, one point <laughs> that you you brought up. So back in 2016, when we came back to Florida, yeah. my thought was, well, I've been doing this long enough. I'm going to get my doctorate degree, teach, and my plan was to teach. But when I graduated in June of 2020, and I started noticing all these individuals that really were needing someone that could come to their home and many people that knew about my wound healing background um, that were either friends or I had met through my uh, doctor of nursing program at FGCU um, and would ask for help with these patients. Then I thought, you know, what if I could go to their homes and I could build Medicare and their insurance company? And it actually turned out to be a, a, service that a lot of people need that I did not realize they had mm. because I had always worked in the clinic and in the hospital setting, but I never actually saw these patients at their own habitat per se. Yeah. And actually yeah. that in my mind closed the loop of what I've always learned about the wound healing patient. Yeah. You always saw them in the clinic or in the hospital. But when I saw them at their home, then I realized all those other challenges that many of these patients mm. encounter. And unless you actually see them at their home, you realize, oh, wow. Well, maybe because they cannot turn is because their wife goes to work 12 hours a day and they're yeah. paraplegics and they are laying in this bed and they don't have anybody. So you actually find many, many things that you cannot realize yeah. that the patients suffer from when they are at their home. Yeah. Myths, misconceptions about wound care. What comes to mind that you can speak to? Huge. Um, I yeah. think there is a whole misconception about the concept of wound care and wound healing. Uh, wound care and wound care nurses are very specialized on dressings, dressing selections. And there are over 30 categories of wound care dressings out there and over 3,000 products. I mean, wow. the wound care industry is over $30 billion this way. So there is a huge misconception about a wound care nurse and a wound healing specialist. A hmm. wound care nurse can tell you, yes, you can use this and that for this wound, looks really good. A wound healing specialist, um, someone uh, with my background, would actually look at the entire picture, not only the individual, but also all the other things that are happening to the patient, their conditions, the determinants of health, their social status, their support um, systems. So there are many, many other things that you have to take a look at when mm. you are a wound healing specialist. So there is a misconception between wound care and wound healing that I feel is very important to recognize. Wow. Wow. I had no idea that, the wound care industry was so big. It's, uh... It is. It is huge. And, and a lot of individuals are not aware that, like yeah. I said, there are over eight and a half million people walking around with chronic wounds that don't heal. Um, and it continues to grow because some of the conditions that predispose individuals to develop chronic wounds, such as diabetes and obesity and peripheral vascular disease, continue to grow in our country, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. the patients that develop these wounds will continue to, to yeah. grow. No, we'll continue to need you and your team there. 
Yeah. Um, so I'd step away from uh, work and the practice and all that. What are you doing for fun? I have a family my, and I have two sons. They are 20 and 16. Uh-huh. Uh, one is in college, is in um, USF, and the other one is at Cape Coral High School. They're both um, very active kids, and they both like soccer, and we are a soccer family. <laughs> uh, uh, both of our sons play soccer at high school, and my husband and I and the, and the sons both uh, all enjoy soccer, watching yeah. it live and on TV. Um, my husband and I um, are really like to dance, so we like dancing. We he oh, writes yeah. Motorcycle. Yeah, and he writes motorcycles, so everything. I go from salsa to merengue to whatever. I love dancing, and my husband and I love dancing. He writes motorcycles, and whenever he takes me, I like to go with him. (laughs) And uh, we like to have a balance. I feel having a balance in your life, a personal and a work life, is very important. Uh, And we have a very, very strong group of friends that uh, we feel that it's very important to have that balance. So we do, yeah. we do like to have that balance. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah. we like so traveling fun. too. Whenever we can get away from from work, we like traveling too. You have a uh, a destination in mind in the future. Yes, Czechoslovakia. Where are you going? Where are you going? Czechoslovakia. That's our our. Ah. No, initially we wanted to go to Africa, but it's too soon to to plan it so that's our next destination yeah. so that's yeah. what we would like to do hopefully it will happen this summer for sure plan <laughs> on it <laughs> try try uh, how about when it comes to hardship life challenge dr b what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged you got through it now looking back you can say because of that i'm better for it i'm stronger I was 18 when I left Colombia in South America. I had just graduated from high school. Uh, Colombia was in the middle of going through the uh, war on drugs. It was 1986 when I left Colombia. Um, And things were very, very hard over there at that time. Hmm. The violence was very strong. Um, My father was killed uh, when I was a child. And um, I came to the United States uh, to go to school. And the plan for me was to go back to Colombia. When I graduated from nursing, um, Colombia was still very dangerous. And uh, the University of Miami sponsored my um, green card, actually. Mm. And I stayed working here in the United States. And uh, for me, the fact that I was an immigrant and I came to this country and I learned how to speak English at the age of 18, and I completed eventually a doctorate degree, uh, and I developed a company, and I'm servicing a, a group of individuals that need my help, and I feel like I'm helping them. That has been um, one of the biggest personal hardships. Um, in the last two and a half years since I developed a company, I feel that just living through COVID, and working through COVID, especially when I developed the company, going through weekly COVID tests and doing the whole lines at um, JetBlue Park and getting tested every week and having mm. to work eight hours a day with the N95s, that was hard. And then on top mm. of that, we had Hurricane Ian 
he does. And for for me, I drive. I drive to work. So I drive all day trying yeah. to get to the addresses without really knowing where I'm going because the street traffic lights were down or the oh, signs were down mess. and the debris. Yeah. So yeah. those those were those hardships that I definitely yeah. have actually encountered. But go, looking back, they have actually made me a better person and a better clinician because I've become more creative. Mm -hmm. I have actually learned to maximize my strategies to deliver that multidisciplinary team approach that I feel is extremely valuable and important. And I actually become more compassionate and learn how to understand people at their worst. Yeah, good for you. So did you come over to the U.S. on your own? Was 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 there family members here or...? or we came all in with different types of visas, believe it or not. I came with a student visa, and uh, a couple of my brothers came with investors' right. visas. And okay. so I came to live with my brother, um, okay. and that's how I, I was. Yeah. So Good thank God you. I came with my family. I was not alone. Yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, uh, challenging enough. And then, then you, you said age of 18, I... I learned English just like it was like an afterthought, like, but my, my Lord, you know, different <laughs> culture, different language. Oh yeah. And now you're starting college. I mean, what a. But uh, I think at 18 is actually a very good way to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah and I feel point. we all need to get out of our comfort zones to become risk takers mm -hmm. and become better individuals. And you some know? of us are never being pushed into that situation but i feel it was actually for me uh, a benefit rather than a challenge you know it's it's so interesting i was reading a book this morning about how convenience is i want well I, i'm going to add my uh interpretation of it is literally killing us from our health standpoint, mm -hmm. right? It's so mm -hmm. convenient to get fast yes. food or, you know, not go out yes. for a walk, just, just watch Netflix or do video games mm -hmm. to even, you know, our personal challenges in the mental game, you know, it's, exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, anyway, before I, you get me going there, this is your <laughs> interview, not my soap. No, I love <laughs> um, to hear from, from everybody's <laughs> perspective, because like you yeah. said, and that comfort zone sometimes kills us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so one thing you wish our listeners knew about on-call wound care, what would that be? I want them to know that there is someone out there that has over 25 years of experience treating patients with chronic wounds that can come to their homes if they are not able to get out to a wound clinic. I want them to know that they can contact our offices and they can actually speak to someone um, in a much personalized way because we're very small. Mm. And they can get my cell phone. I have my patients text me all the time, call me directly. Um, so I want them to know that this service is available, that they have another way to be treated, and that they, if they are paying for medical transportation, if they are having a very hard time going out, to their providers to take care of their wounds because of their medical conditions, that there is someone out there that yeah. they can come to their place of residence and take care of them. Well, terrific. So for those listeners who 
need your services or maybe they have a friend or family member who can use your services the best way dr b for them to get in touch several their office phone number is 239-292-7720 we have a website that has all my information including my fax number my email and how to refer patients to me and it actually i actually encourage individuals to go to that website because I have blogs that I write and I educate not only patients but staff on several wound healing issues. And that website is www.oncallwoundcare.com. And on that website, you can learn about our services, you can read our reviews. You can contact us and you can learn how to refer patients to our services. Well, terrific. Well, Dr. B, really appreciate you spending time with us today. And we wish you and your team the best going forward there. Thank you so much. Thank you for the interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.